Hello and welcome to the latest Canby Quarterly Results podcast. I'm Gerard Starkey, SVP of Marketing here at Canby. In each quarter, I'll be joined by Canby CEO Christian Nyland and Canby CFO David Kenyon. Today, we are discussing Canby's Q1 2021 report. So, good morning, gents. Um, if I can start with you, please, Christian. Uh, so, Q1, we saw another strong set of numbers with operator turnover at an all time high breaking through that um, 1,000 barrier on the index, revenue up 55%, and operating margin once again in excess of 40%. Um, what, in your mind, were the, were the main catalysts for growth in, in Q1? Uh, good morning, Gerard. Yeah, first of all, we, we are on a quite a nice growing trend. Uh, of course, uh, this quarter compared to last year, uh, we... we Thankfully, don't have a, a big uh, disruption into a business due to, to the COVID. Uh, it was not a massive impact in Q1 2020 either. It was uh, mainly the last two weeks, but uh, especially uh, losing out on a, a massive event in March Madness during during last year uh, is a big difference compared to, to, to this year. Uh, if you look at, at the, the Q1 as, as a whole, I mean, it's a very, very good uh, sporting quarter. Uh, you have uh, the playoffs in NFL and, of course, the Super Bowl. And, and then uh, in, in March, you have uh, the majority of, of uh, the college basketball playoffs in, in March Madness. Uh, that together with, with uh, some partner launches in, in, in uh, a few very big states in Michigan, in Virginia. Uh, I would say it's the largest drivers to, 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 to the strong numbers. Okay, great. And you, you mentioned the, the partner launches there and, and in your report, you've underlined sort of your record in, in partner launches in, in recent times. And it amounts to on average one per week for the past almost year and a half. And with another 14 launches in, in Q1, so a fantastic record. Um, but why, why do you think um, Canby has been able to excel in this area? And should we expect a, a, a similar rate of launches in the in the near future? I think, um, I mean, Canby has been around uh, as a pure focused B2B company. Uh, we've been one vertical for, for uh, uh, over, uh, yeah, I think one and a half decades now. Uh, and we have always known how important it is to, to be able to, to, to uh, uh, with time to market for our customers, uh, uh, how important it is to, to, to uh, work well with the technical and the product compliance, uh, uh, to understand uh, how to work with regulators uh, and, and uh, manage integration projects. So, so I, I think, uh, we have always seen this as, as a very important part of our business and, and something uh, we always have uh, really uh, made sure that we have a competitive uh, advantage in this field. And, and looking ahead, um, do you expect this to, to continue? Do we have sort of many more partner launches that we can look forward to? Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, first of all, uh, we expect uh, more and more states to open up in the US and uh, we, we see quite a few of them uh, 
probably uh, ahead of, of uh, the, the next football season in, in September. Uh, on top of that, uh, you see what's happening in, in Latin America with, with uh, uh, quite a significant group. And, and uh, we also uh, have signed and, and uh, have some more prospects in, in uh, other parts of the world. Okay, great. And, and sort of looking uh, more longer term, um, the past few years, you know, they've obviously delivered fairly steep growth for Canby with success all over the world. But um, what, what in, in your view sort of comes next? Do you continue on, on the same path you are today? Are there any particular areas of the business product or service that would benefit from a, an additional focus or uh, additional resource? Essentially, how do you keep Canby on this upward trajectory in, in what is such a competitive space? Yeah. Yeah, I think, first of all, uh, to, to, to keep focus on, on what you're great at is, uh, in my opinion, uh, the, the, the first thing to, to, to be very successful and, and continue with uh, growth path. Uh, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to expand and, and improve what we're doing. But uh, uh, I think uh, we are very focused on, on staying within uh, the, the, the sports betting field. Um, I think... Uh, where we are looking to, to improve is, is always on, on uh, how can we improve our product? Uh, how can we make it uh, uh, more interesting for, for, for the end users? How can we uh, make our tools uh, more dynamic uh, uh, for our operators so they can express uh, their brands in the best possible way? Uh, and at the same time, how can we improve our technology so we can deliver faster uh, how can we make uh, smarter algorithms for for, for uh, our odds compiling and our risk management so so there is a big field to to, to where you can do improvement uh, within sports betting and that's where we uh, are focusing uh, and then of course we we keep on growing into new markets um, at the moment, of course, we, it's a lot of talk about the US and the focus there. Uh, I'm very keen on what's happening in, in Latin America. Uh, we just launched the, in our first province in Argentina in this quarter. And I think it's very much more to come, both in Argentina and, and hopefully later in the year in Brazil. Uh, and lastly, I would say, the last couple of quarters, uh, uh, we have had fantastic results and uh, that has uh, put our balance sheet in a very different uh, position. And, and uh, I think uh, where you may see some uh, uh, other ways for us to expand. Uh, we, we will definitely evaluate uh, some uh, smaller acquisitions that, that uh, could uh, make... Uh, uh, our product better and uh, more interesting for, for our partners. Excellent. It sounds like there's no resting on laurels whatsoever. Um, David, if I if I come to you now, um, uh, looking at the, the quarter, 888's planned migration of its UK and .com players took place um, early in the quarter in January. Um, what impact did this have on the quarter? And also, 
you know, what does it say about the Canby business that it was still able to consume that loss and post strong growth numbers? Yeah, it did have an impact, of course. I mean, significantly more than half of their business transitioned away from us. But really, I'm delighted with the figures we achieved without that business. Um, we were still around up 15% up in European GGR compared to Q1 last year, for example, even without that 888 business. So although we never want to lose a partner, I really think it shows how much we've grown and the strength of the business we have today that we can still post such strong figures, even if they have moved away. Excellent. And um, in, in the report, it was noted that conditions in the market have been returning somewhere close to normality. So almost pre-COVID, um, pre-COVID impacts. How has Canby approached its cost base in recent, in recent months as things have been returning to normal? And, and how will you be looking at your cost base in the longer term? Sure, yeah. I mean, there are there are some areas where we continue to make savings compared to pre-COVID. I'd say there's, there's still no international travel for the staff. Uh, we've seen quite a few marketing costs reduced by a shift to kind of virtual trade events um, as opposed to in-person events. But on the other hand, we have resumed recruitment of, of staff as we uh, continue to build out the company's product capabilities and the commercial reach. So all in all, I'd say a cautious return to normality. And still on investments, um, one of your, your major investment decisions in, in recent years and almost two years to the day now was to open a US office, um, which you decided to do in, in Philadelphia. How, how do you reflect on that? Um, well, I assume it's an ongoing investment and, and what impact has it had on the business? Yeah, that's been a really great decision. Um, the office has grown. We now house much of our trading and risk for US sports there. And we've also seen real benefits from being close geographically to key regulators and partners of ours in the US. So, I mean, I'd say overall, we're, we're a global company, we've got offices across the world, and that Philadelphia office really is an important piece of the jigsaw. Super, thanks. Coming back to you, Christian, um, it would be good to get your view on uh, the re regulatory um, processes we're seeing in, in New York and also possibly Florida. Um, two significant states, of course, in, in the US, which, which I assume you'll be keeping a, a very close eye on. Is there anything you can update us with um, there from a Canby perspective? Yeah, of course, we put in quite a lot of resources into to understand uh, what uh, these uh, suggested regulations uh, will mean uh, for us and the rest of the industry. Uh, I would say so far it's not very clear. Uh, it seems like uh, it will be a, a very restricted amount of uh, uh, licenses uh, within both of these states. Uh, we have some strong partners and I hope uh, that uh, we together with them uh, can uh, get access to, to, to these markets. And if we do, of course, that would be uh, uh, a really, really uh, massive uh, thing for, for, for both us and, and, and those partners. But it's just way too early to, to, to uh, say anything at this point. Uh, we just have to, to, to gather more information. Of course, fing fingers crossed for, for those. Um, and, and finally, just to end, um, looking ahead, then it was mentioned in the report, we have, a, we have a very busy sporting calendar to look forward to over, over the course of this summer and, and the following months. But, but how should we we be viewing the the sporting um, calendar 
Um, should we be looking at this as though it could be a, a record-breaking sum, summer for Canby, or is it just a, a summer that would be um, a great opportunity for for partners to engage their players? I think this is a massive summer. I mean, uh, we have uh, quite a few uh, of a big tournament, especially the the Euros finals. Uh, we have uh, the Copa America uh, and. Uh, Compared to last year, I mean, we we have uh, the, the big golf and tennis tournaments back as well, uh, so it's a big big summer. Uh, what I would also comment though is that I mean, it's a very very big summer for for, for uh, the, the European market. Uh, however, I would say in US, I think we need to be a little bit more tempered because. Uh, the, the big sports in in Europe is uh, sorry in in US is uh, having uh, more of a downtime. Uh, of course, we have a baseball going on. Uh, we have uh, the, the playoffs in in the basketball and the ice hockey, but uh, it's not at all as it is in in Q4 and Q1. Okay, I think we'll leave it there. Um, just leaves me to thank uh, Christian and David for joining me today. Congrats again, guys, on the fantastic quarter. And we'll be back on the 23rd of July to discuss the Q2 report. <laughs>